Welcome to the Mom Village Podcast. We are three multicultural moms sharing our journey through motherhood with the Christ Center Foundation. For information and resources, visit us at our church's website at gofamilychurch.org. Or you can also email us at themomvillage at gofamilychurch.org. And please go over and follow us on Instagram at themomvillagefc. We're glad that you're here and welcome to our village. Ladies, welcome to part two of self-care and time management. This is Jason Marie Ramos, and I'm here with Kristen Scroggins and Kira, and we're going to start talking about self-care and time management, especially with our spouses. Ladies, this is a big topic, and a lot of you probably thinking, what is self-care has to do with my spouse and time management? Probably you kind of have an idea. Well, they both go hand to hand, right, ladies? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't self-care and you don't time manage, spouses are going to feel it. So let's start, <laughs> let's start talking about how do we manage time with our spouses, Kristen? Well, I mean, it's huge, right? And so we have to make this the primary relationship in our home. We talk a lot about being marriage-centered and not child-centered, not work-centered, not friend or parent-centered. And so if we're going to truly be marriage-centered, then this is a huge part of our time management. How are we going to make sure that our calendars and our energy reflects the importance of this relationship? And actually giving priority to your husband is going to say a lot of things out loud that you're not maybe saying verbally each day. When you give time to your spouse and you actually, if you have to put it in calendar, do it. But that states aloud, like you were saying before, Kristen, like I care about you, like your priority in this home. Yeah. And even though maybe I'm running around going behind all these kids, you are the most important person in this family, you know, because mm-hmm. like we said before, you came first. Mm-hmm. So Kira, what's something in time management with your spouse that you can share with us? Well, I hate to sound like a broken record, but... Our kids have gotten older, and if anyone knows me, they know I carry around this humongous planner. And (laughs) Eric and I literally have to sit down when we have our meeting times. We try to do a meeting at least twice a month where we sit down. It's just like an administrative meeting. We put our date nights Mm -hmm. or date mornings (laughs) because sometimes we just don't have the time at night to do that. We have date afternoons. You know, he works during the daytime. So sometimes we're just like, hey, let's do a lunch, you know, in the middle of the day. So I would say definitely just like we schedule everything else that is so crucial to our marriage, to our, our kids, to our families and to ourselves to schedule that time with our spouses. And I will say like, even if you feel like you can't find the time to spend time with your husband and everything, don't wait for the right time. Make the time. Mm -hmm. Do the time. For example, like we have, like I've said before, little kids. So my husband has a lot of meetings and I have a lot of things to do in his work. I don't wait for him to be free for me to actually be intentional. Like sometimes, and Kristen knows, and all of you know, like I'm, Justin is here, our audio guy. I bring all my kids to church. I bring him to the office. And sometimes if he has like 20 minutes in between meetings, I'm like, hey, we're here. <laughs> like surprise. We just bring a snack. We bring him a, a coffee. But 
be intentional. Like, I'm not going to wait for him to be free to then do something. I'm going to make that time happen. And it's not that he doesn't give us a priority. He does. But we want to be helpful. Wives, like, don't go sit home, cross your arms and be like, he doesn't have time with me. Well, what's your effort? Have you done any effort from your part? You know, because if it takes a little longer just for you to grab your kids, well, then do it. If it's 10 minutes, it will be the 10 minutes that gives him actually the energy and the nutrients he needs up for that day to keep going because they work hard every day for them to come home and you just nagging about the day and blah, 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 and all that like craziness happen. You know, sometimes he tells me that he's like, I know it took a lot from you, probably like two hours of preparation just to come here and see me for 20 minutes. He's like, but I really appreciate those 20 minutes because today we had a bad day or today was a really long day or like, so mom, don't wait for that special time or that time that you plan too much. I mean, if it's only five minutes, if it's for lunch, like you was saying, if it's for whatever it is, you know, just try to make the time. Like you do and make the time, take the effort to do it. Yeah, I think that's important. And I think, again, multitasking is key here. So like, for instance, and also let me just say, ladies, that are listening, we may not give a specific example of something that you can do, but the idea behind it is what we want you to be thinking about. Mm -hmm. So the intentionality of it, multitasking. So like, I really need to exercise. And so Jimmy does too. And so we started doing that together. So that instead of me going with my girlfriends or him, you know, meeting up at CrossFit with total strangers, we've just found something that we can do together. And so four times a week, that's a date. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're doing it together. I don't really like exercising, <laughs> but I like Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And so the same, you know, he loves to play golf. So lately I've been like driving the golf cart so he can play golf. I don't know how to play golf, but he <laughs> loves it when I sit in there and be like, Ooh, what a good shot. That's a great putt. <laughs> you know, wow, you're so handsome, you know, whatever. And so I'm the cheerleader, but just finding the things, maybe I don't like the certain activity, mm-hmm. but because I adore him, yeah, I like good. it. Because I want to have that time with them. And, you know, we do a staff meeting, too. And we thought of this because he has staff meeting at work multiple times a week. And they plan what needs to happen. And those meetings are very important. And so I thought, well, I think we should have that at home, too. And what happens is when you spend that time planning and organizing, it makes it easier to spend some fun things together. (laughs) Because another thing that it does is it keeps me from driving him bonkers <laughs> all day every day when little snippets of because moms were like oh that's a good idea let me ask jimmy or oh, those texts all oh, through the day te- and it's like what this woman has got to get a job or something so she can leave me alone so i've started making notes okay i need to talk to him about this mm-hmm. i need to ask him about this date Oh, I got to ask him Have about this Have you found bill. yourself that after you make those notes, you like, and then you look back a week later, you're like, what was I thinking? Oh, yeah. That's not <laughs> that important. Oh, exactly. Well, that's huge yes. because I'm about to go DEFCON 4 on this one little thing <laughs> that I think I need to tell him. Yeah. And then three days later, when it's time the staff meeting, I'm like, oh, delete that. <laughs> But that's good because he never had to be bothered with that. And so, you know, okay, I have this concern about our kids. I have something to tell you that's awesome that one of the kids did. I don't have to do that in a second just because I can. Yeah. Because I need to be respectful of what's going on in his brain, too. And I've also noticed, you know how we we laugh about how our husbands get uh, glazed over looks (laughs) when we start talking to them? I think a big part of the reason is that they've got a million things going on in their mind, and we want to tell them this elaborate thing. Thing that they 
don't have the space well, to and then deal with. Because we have this media in our hands that we can do it faster. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming. It Moms, <laughs> yeah. listen, take note. I mean, we have this great ways of conversation, but don't drive them crazy. Like we were saying with, with texts and messages and everything. I love that you're sharing that, Kristen, because it's like, Let's just put our thoughts together. Yeah. Because we are emotional beings. Emotional and <laughs> scattered. Yes. <laughs> and then we are very passionate about a lot of things which are great and some of them are not. But we I love that you're saying like like we have to gather ourselves, compose your thoughts, think through it, and just choose what's actually important. Yeah. Because our husbands are gonna like X out <laughs> the minute you start rambling. <laughs> Yeah. All the great things or not great things is too much. Yeah. So then I've noticed we don't get glazed over looks from my handsome (laughs) preacher man during those meetings because he has it on his calendar. He's geared up for it. He's ready. He's ready. And Mm -hmm. I don't mean I just unload all this bad stuff. It's just logistical things that need to be taken care of. And oftentimes I think we have good intentions when we text and call immediately because we're trying to check that off our to-do list. And I want that to be that task to be done. But I can still feel the same sense of accomplishment by adding that to my list for us Mm -hmm. to go over in that meeting. And even if you have really young children and you can't go out to dinner or whatever to do it, you can sit in your bedroom and talk for 30 minutes about the week. That's doable no yeah. matter what. So he's, if you're nursing a baby, he can be in there with you. And, you, and yeah. there's ways to do And you probably this. will get a better reaction too because he's at home. Yeah. He's not in, in the midst of a meeting and transition. And I think they're prepared for it. Yes. When it's on the calendar, they know what's coming. They can kind of, you know, gear up and prepare. Okay, this is the task at exactly. hand. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so, oh gosh, I'm going to pretend like there's not dudes in the room, but they're married, so whatever. <laughs> you know, at some point when your schedule gets really busy, you might even have Girl, to. Girl, are you going there? I'm going there. <laughs> say it, say Here it. we go. Here yes, we go. Yes, You're going to have to schedule sex time. There you go. Yes, I said it. I had to wait for the Hispanic to say it. Oh, I have no shame. So so I don't mean you write that on your calendar because I've got a nosy. Uh, wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. Code, unless, word, code word. Unless it's word. actually a turn on point. If you have yeah. to write it down. <laughs> Come on, write it down. Put an emoji that makes it obvious. (laughs) Hey, hey. But y'all, seriously, that's a huge part of feeling connected. And and it's a huge part of communication with your husband. And it's a huge sum of time management. Right. And so you think, oh, well, that's not spontaneous. Well, if you don't ever do it, that's not spontaneous (laughs) either. And it communicates such, it's such a blow to our marriages when we don't. It's just an, an ego blow. It's a, it's a hurtful wound, like why can you get everything else done and be all things all in, for yeah. all people? Yeah. And we can't find a time to spend time together um, intimately yeah. because that was part of God's good and perfect design, yeah. right? For us to be intimate well, with Well, I love how your husband says, like, every time I'm with my wife, I'm actually glorifying Oh, the yeah. Lord. He's like, this is a worship service. <laughs> yes. Hey, come on. Our house. <laughs> Devotional. We're having devotion time. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yes. So I'm we, married to a singer, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important. And that was God's good and perfect plan. He did didn't create sex with our husbands as part of the fall. Yeah. That was part of his good design. Mm-hmm. All of the junk that happens now is an evidence of the fall, you know, with, you know, lust, you know, pride, uh, dissatisfaction, whatever. But the act of sex was a good and perfect thing, and it still is. And we need to make that a priority. And whatever we have to do, some of us have real hangups about it, and we need to go to counseling over oh, it. Yeah. And that is okay. That is right. And I want to say something really quickly now that you talk about this topic. Ladies, you need to understand that all this applies if you have a good husband 
that loves you, that cares for you and support you. Right. We want to make sure that you know and make note of this. If you are under an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. we want you to know that the biggest lie the enemy puts in a woman's heart is silence. And that's the biggest number one threat that women have. So if you're in, under an abusive relationship, you got to find and seek counsel. Mm-hmm. And our church family can be a huge help for that. If you are in that situation, please, please call us, send us an email, send us a DM in whatever way our information is on our page. But please don't stay silent. Don't stay quiet. You know, is that's the number one factor for a lot of women to be heard. This is only applies if you have a good husband that cares for you and loves you and respects you. But Please do not stay there. Do not stay silent. Just seek counsel. Because it's very important for all moms to know that we hear you, we understand you, and not everyone has a good husband that actually loves you and respects you. You know, there's a lot of abuse. I come from a background of a family. It was a not good upbringing. So that's why I'm bringing that up because you probably agree with a lot of stuff and understand, but some of you probably can't understand. Mm -hmm. And it's sad to say because you're married or you're under an abusive relationship and we don't want you to stay there. And there's actually help out there. We want to help you. And there's resources. So we have resources for you, mom. You're not alone. So please reach out. So sorry to drop that one down. No, I think that's <laughs> but it's important, especially when we talk about being intimate and being with our husbands. But on the other hand, though, how about how we tied up self-care? Because, mm. ladies, we are taking self-care when we're with our husbands. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like number one self-care right there. Yeah. So if you don't pay attention to anything in this podcast, please pay attention to this. He's going to thank us. Self-care is be intimate with your husband. Yeah. And that kind of crosses off the emotional, the uh, physical. I mean, that yes. has a lot to do with, you know, self-care. Right. Yes. Well, and God says, you know, in Genesis that when we come together, we're one flesh. Like when we enter this marriage, we're one flesh. So if we're not taking care of our spouse, we're really not taking care of ourselves. And so that's a huge aspect of it. But when we start talking about self-care, I get a little bit cringed. I cringe a little. (laughs) And so I start, my alarms start going off. And so I think this is a good topic for us to unwrap a little bit. And we may not be able to get through all of it, but we can start at least. But what do you think, Jisma? Well, ladies, we just want to let you know first that maybe you'll see a different perspective from self-care here mm-hmm. because we're going to dig in and self-care and we have a couple of things we want to share with you. But first of all, I'm going to start sharing just my personal routine in the morning and okay. maybe that will start us like going into self-care. So one of the things I like to do in the morning, other than waking up early, because let me tell you, if I don't wake up early... <laughs> And I don't do, it's not a routine. I don't make this a habit because I'm making this a habit. Like, you know, people say like sometimes bad habits, people learn bad habits really quickly. Well, you know, if you have good habits, you can learn those very quickly as well. And they can overpower those bad habits. But my habits are like, I have to wake up early. I read my devotional. I listen to worship music. Ladies, this does not happen every single day. I'm telling you, we're not perfect at all. But when it happens, it's great because it helps me not only, like we said before, to take care and love my kids in a calm way, like you were saying, Kristen, with a soft spoken word and very nicely, but it helps me also like tackle the day like with a positive attitude. So I'll tell you, when I don't do these things, it's like I'm putting my life in my hands again and not in mm. God's hands, and it's a mess. I'm telling you, I'm just letting flesh to take control, and mm. I just get cranky, and sometimes I just – it's not the organized, composed, jisma. 
that it should be. So I wake up early. I always go and do my workout because I have to work out. That's like my release time. I put my worship music. I run. I do my exercises. And then I come home. I take a shower. And then I'm ready to target the day. And then wake up the, the babies, do breakfast and everything. But I make sure that I take that time to either read scriptures or listen to music, some worship music. I have some of my favorites here. I have a a devotional that I use is from a company called Alabaster. We'll have it in the show notes. But it's basically, they took every book of the Bible. They put these beautiful pictures because I'm a photographer, guys. I, mm-hmm. I'm very visual. And then, but they put the whole book of Proverbs and they put it with these beautiful pictures. And I just use it as my devotional. I just read one chapter a day if I can. Again, it doesn't happen every day. Ladies, don't feel like... You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. Oh, I have an awesome devotional that my friend Kristen gave us. It's amazing. It's called New Morning's Mercies. And I love it because it's short, it's doable, and it has the dates. So, yeah, and I I just try to do, like, my quiet time every morning. And that helps me to start the day. And that's self-care. That's good. You know, now, that's self-care, not only because I'm taking time for myself, ladies, but I'll tell you what self-care, because I'm just letting my personal Jesus Marie saying like my spirit is in control and not my flesh mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm just telling god hey this is the day i cannot do this without you and ladies we want you to know that mainly everything that we've been saying is accomplished only if you have christ in your heart right like you cannot do this by your own strength like if we can answer and resolve all our problems we would have done it a long time <laughs> ago but we cannot that's why we depend on God. So that's my morning routine that's kind of helped me a little bit. Kira, why don't you share what is something that you do, a habit, a routine that helps you get the day started? Sure, sure. And I just recently started doing this. Before I eat, my feet even touch the ground. Once my alarm goes off, I'm like, geez, I really try to get up before my children so that I can be grounded. And one of the things I start doing, my phone is usually next to the bed. And I have a scripture that I've started reading every single morning before I even throw the covers back. I pull over my phone and I read a, just a portion of Psalms 143. And it says, let me hear of your unfailing love each morning for I am trusting in you. Show me where to walk for I give myself to you. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord. I run to you to hide. And I love this verse, verse 10, teach me to do your will for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. I love it. So literally before my feet touch the ground, I reach over, grab my phone. My hope is to memorize this, but I'm reading it every morning what a great way to and I lay in bed. I take 10 deep breaths. I know this sounds kind of kind no. of quirky. No, that's what works for you. <laughs> but I take 10 cleansing breaths and I... I try to think, what are the three priorities that I have for today? And once I've done those three things, I go and I start getting ready. I usually leave my Bible and my devotional, whatever I'm doing. I, too, (laughs) read um, New Morning Mercies every morning. But I go into a quiet place. And my kids know. I mean, I've been doing this since they were little. When they were little, they would come. If they got up, they would come and sit on my lap. But they knew that this is mommy's quiet time. So, again, I really, I think as, as I've grown as a mom, as a wife, as a woman, this nourishment that I get yeah. first thing in the morning, yeah. I need it just as much as I need breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Oh, yeah. So, Kira, I re- what was that scripture again? Psalms 143. The whole psalm? The whole psalm, yeah. yes. But I really focus in on verses 8 through 10. Mm-hmm. And it's the nourishment that I need. Yeah. 
Because just like you were saying, Jesus, over time, you know, I think as women, as moms, sometimes we feel like we're super women. And honestly, I can confess that sometimes, you know, I'm not as humble as I need to be. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, my times are in my hands, but we know that that is not the truth. So I really make spending time with the Lord each day a priority. And if for some reason the schedule doesn't allow or if I, you know, sleep past that snooze, I'm going to try my hardest to get that in because I need God to lead me on a firm footing. Yeah. I love it. Each and every day. I love it. So, you know, one of the things that I think about when I'm teaching my children or I think about my own sinfulness is we talk about this so much in parenting stuff around family church, but the root of all sin is self. Mm -hmm. So selfishness Mm -hmm. is the root of all sin. If you've ever had a child, you do not have to teach. You see that it's true. You didn't say, this is the class on how to be selfish. They just know how to do it. And it's bound up within all of us. And so I think that's why self-care makes me bristle, because what the world means from self-care is, I wrote some down, have a coffee date, get a massage, you know, take a bubble bath, light candles, go on a trip, go on a date night. All of those things are wonderful, wonderful. but it's not Mm -hmm. really self-care because if we're going to be women of Christ, what we have to know is there's not anything good within myself. You know, I think about, you know, but, you know, girl, wash your face or pull yourself up by your bootstraps or whatever you want to say. And that resonates with us because it speaks to self, Self. which is bound up in all of us. I love that because we're in a self world. I mean, you have the iPhone, you have the iPad, like everything is stores you, Yeah, like you're important. Yeah. And like, I need to like stand in front of the mirror and say these phrases every day. I am beautiful. I am (laughs) wonderful. I can't do that enough. I can't do that enough. There's not enough Starbucks trips or Target trips, although I love all of it. I love being here with y'all. There's not enough of that to cure what I really need deep down in my heart. Which is really soul care. It is. And what, you know, Jisma, you were talking about this earlier. We, We have a tool that we use at Family Church. You may have heard of it called the Three Circles. And it talks about this is how we teach people how to repent and be saved is, you know, we talk about the gospel, but we start with God's design. But then what happens is we sin and we enter into brokenness and that brokenness, we try to fix ourselves. And so you can think of a million things that we try to do. Like I have this void in me as I feel like I'm, you know, sometimes stay at home moms feel like we're, we're disappear because people don't know who we really are. And so we start trying to fix it by escapes. So trips to Target, Starbucks, mm-hmm. Pinterest, yeah, Instagram. Or filling our calendars with to-do lists. Filling our mm-hmm. calendars to make us feel, feel more good. important. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if I'm busy, I'm important, right? Yeah. That's wrong, but that's how we feel. <laughs> yeah. And so then I lose who I really am supposed to be. And the only way I know who I'm really supposed to be is what you guys have been talking yes. about already. Spending time in His Word. Memorizing Scripture. Prayer. Praying serving others. And so all these things are self-care that take time and effort and discipline. It takes zero discipline for me to go to Target. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
It takes, I love it. It yes. takes a lot of time and discipline for me to be a woman of God's word, mm. but that yeah. is what I need. Now, I'm not downplaying all the other stuff. I'm just saying if we have all of those things and we're living for those things because we're trying to escape the responsibilities of home, yeah. then we're missing it and we're never going to get enough of it. I can't take enough trips to feed my soul. Yeah. I love mm. spending time with Jimmy by myself. It's my favorite thing to do. But even that, yeah. apart yeah. from Christ, is not good enough. And even all that time spending with your kids, which is wonderful. priceless and wonderful, awesome. It's, But still, if you don't pour into your own soul, you're going to actually spend time and you're not going to realize or enjoy that time no. because you're not giving the value that that time actually deserves because you don't understand. Like you're like you're physically there, but spiritually not there. And I've seen a lot of moms and everything like, I wish I had more time with my kids. And now we've seen it in the COVID season that finally a lot of people have more time with their families and they don't want to be with their families. They're right, like, I yeah. can't even stand to be with my families because spiritually, you haven't given any time spiritually to actually make your spiritual eyes open up your physical eyes and be like, wow, I am so blessed that I have this family. I'm so blessed that so we're healthy. Yeah. It's like, it helps shift your perspective. It does. When you give spiritual time to yourself, to your soul, when you have time with God, quiet time, and you, like Kristen said, read scriptures, you pray, it shifts your perspective as a mom, as a wife, you know, in your home. And then you see your home the way God sees your home and the way God sees you and your self-care. Because then you see value in yourself, you see yeah. value in your kids, you see value in your time with your husband and with your kids. You're not always like little things that you should like makes you mad. You're going to see in a different way that you realize, wait, before that would have made me, how many times we say like, oh, before, before I knew Christ, that would have made me crazy. Yeah. But thank God, because you're feeding yourself what needs to be fed your soul and it helps you make wiser decisions it makes you you know appreciate and see things in a different perspective it does and and that sets your priorities yeah which set helps you with time management, management. see yeah. that's the whole thing is we yes. can't we if we are no christ we can't get away from doing these things, things that yeah. that feed our souls because it sets the trajectory for yeah. everything else and we see value in the right things mm -hmm. because we know who we are in him and you know we are going to round this up soon i know Jisma, but the okay. scripture of, you know, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hmm. I think about Corey Tim Boom in the Holocaust when hmm. she was in a jail hmm. cell and she read that. That, that scripture wasn't talking about going to Target Bucket. or getting a Starbucks. <laughs> it was, you take everything and you give it to me, yeah. and I'm going to make this light for you because. You're not trying to take care of this on your own. And mm -hmm. so even the hard things are filtered through God's love and steadfastness and his purposes for us. But we can't know that unless we have a relationship with him yeah. and unless we take the time to spend that time with him. And that is self-care. So even when you get together with your girlfriends or have a trip to Target or get a Starbucks, wonderful, but be grateful. Yeah. Have a sense of gratitude about it and be grateful. And God will care for us. He yeah. promises he's going to care for the birds of the air. How much more will he care for us? <laughs> yeah. He's going to give us what we need. And that's huge. Yeah. And that's for rich. all those moms that usually we have conversations all the time, like they have little ones and they're like, I don't have enough rest or they're even depressed, you know, postpartum depression sure. is, is huge. Is. And usually when I have conversations with those moms and like, how do you do it? I don't know. I'm like, 
and I don't want to sound like the preacher, but I usually tell them like, when was the last time you actually had a prayer time, mm -hmm. like a quiet time mm -hmm. for yourself? She said, well, it's hard, you know, we're feeding the baby late at night. I'm like, you know what? I actually use that late that's night. That's the perfect time. Yes. <laughs> that's when I, when I fed the baby and I'll put my worship music. And that's when I just, I just carry all my burdens to the Lord. That's the time that when I was like crying by myself and anybody would walk in and see me, they will probably start like freaking out. What is wrong with you? Are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm actually great. I'm releasing mm -hmm. my stress and my my fears, everything. Plus, it's like I'm enjoying the baby because I have that promise. I mean, that baby is a reminder of God's grace in yeah. my life. And I'm just crying and just like, just getting the strength I need, you know, because, and I tell mom, just find that time. Even when you're exhausted, that's when the, I don't want you to read a whole book. No, we don't have time yeah, for a whole book. No. You know, it's simple. But a verse. verse yeah, yeah it, verse. If, even a simple like worship music, you just have to have that time to worship, to let the flesh know that the spirit is in control, you know, to let know that God is in control. And I'm telling you, like, because I experienced, I know you guys probably experienced postpartum depression is no joke. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, the only way that you can get over all those things that we feel in this flesh is through Christ. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. Christ. And a simple prayer or a simple time just to worship, it releases a lot of things in us moms that we just keep piling it up on top of each other. And at the end, that's why we explode. Or sometimes we're like, and our husbands just freak out. It's like, what happened? It's just, we'll be just adding all those stress unnecessarily. And then it's because we haven't spent enough time with Christ. And ladies, we cannot do this without Christ, not only in our hearts, but in our families. Kira, share something that, you know, has helped in terms of like spiritually, like so the moms can kind of like take note and be like, okay, if I, I can add this to. Okay. Something really, really simple that a friend shared with me just recently, and it's from Psalms 4610. Okay. I keep going to the Psalm. The Psalm says, be still and know that I am God. And she taught me this little kind of exercise or meditation where every time you say it, you knock off one word. So you say, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am be still and know that I, and mm. you just work it all the way backwards until it's just be. Oh, and sometimes it. God is just telling us just to be, be still in his presence. Yeah. Let him feed our souls. Yeah. You know, we pour out so much that he is the refreshment and the restorer and the redeemer of all the things that we as moms and wives and daughters and friends that we pour out every day. So I would just encourage moms to, even if it's something like Kristen said, a verse yeah. that you memorize and you just minister to yourselves. <laughs> When those times are hard, which is, you know, a lot of times every day. Yeah. But take that time to devote to the Lord and you're investing yourself, investing your soul. Take it. Amen. It's essential. Anything else you would like to add? Just as we're wrapping up, I would encourage us to think of someone every day that you want to be an encouragement to. Mm -hmm. And so when we accomplish God's purposes, that is caring for our souls yeah. too. And so I know that he wants me to be an encouragement. So I try to think before I get out of bed today and I, I pray, I pray for my family. Who can I be an encouragement to today? Whether it's a text or a note, I try yeah. to write a note to someone every day. Who can I encourage today? I need to be that's encouraged. Right. I hope someone, I, I hope that. God mm -hmm. sends someone to me, <laughs> but that's not who I need to be yeah. focusing on. Who can I encourage? today and, and you know what specific child what can I say to my husband that's going to be an encouragement yeah. what can I say to someone that lives in a different state I love that because when you do that you shift the focus not on yourself anymore and what you're happening but you're helping others so when you help others you're actually helping yourself yeah. even more yeah and then 
not sometimes, when we are our worst and we actually take our time to bless others, even though we don't feel the best, you ended up actually f getting more than what you're helping that person. Has mm -hmm. ever happened that to you guys? Mm -hmm. You know, like sure. when you're feeling really down and that's when you, like you were saying, Kristen, you're like, I feel like I need that encouragement, but you go and you encourage somebody else. You see how God uses that situation to actually bless you even more. Mm -hmm. So great encouragement, ladies. Thank you so much for sharing. Little, I like to give a little summary what we talked about. We always say plan. We always say plan ahead of time. And then self-care we're, we're talking about more about soul care like yeah. said miss kira right here because we realize and we know that if you don't have christ i'm telling you self-care would not get you anywhere you need to soul care take care of that quiet time we share the three circles and no matter where you you are in those three circles and if you're in brokenness you can always go back to god's design and we share a couple of our favorite Bible verses and everything. So go back and take note on those. But before we go, again, ladies, we share the winners from the previous podcast. And we're so happy to let you know we have other giveaways. Okay. So we'll start with one, Kira. Okay, ladies, to help out with time management, we just kind of did a little brainstorm. And we have for a very blessed young lady who will be listening to our podcast is a six month subscription to <gasps> Shipped. Ooh. And if you're not sure what Shipped is, it's basically a grocery delivery service yes. and they bring the store to your door. So they <laughs> deliver from Publix and Costco and Winn-Dixie and even target ladies we're so, helping your time i know everyone Kate, okay, can i put my name in for no no you cannot <laughs> you cannot so, you cannot so we have a six month membership that's to for the ship yes. and that's for time management so hopefully that will yes. be a blessing to you and your home and family yes that's for part one ladies so all of you that subscribe for part one we're gonna put you in the drawing for that amazing one that kira cannot put her name on <laughs> and then for part two which is the one that we talk now self-care we we have an amazing company that's partnering with us, guys. Yeah, We're important. Awesome. We're so cool. <laughs> so somebody wanted to partner with us, guys. This company is called Elderberry Elixir. So please follow them on Instagram, Elderberry Elixir. And this company started by a mom. Isn't that cool? Mom yeah. like you and I started by a mom for her kids. She's a believer, sweet, sweet, sweet friend of mine. And this great is a remedy. It's a natural immune remedy made here in the United States for all those organic lovers. It has no preservative, no nothing. It helps you stay healthy in your immune system. So here in the COVID season, and hopefully the flu is not coming, but it always comes. <laughs> so ladies, this is a great giveaway. She's going to give away an eight ounce bottle with the tray right here, which is the dose that you have to take daily. So this is a great gift. So go subscribe, follow our Instagram. And thank you so much for listening. This has been Self-Care and Time Management in the Mom Village. Ladies, let's say it together at the same time. <laughs> let's see if we can get it. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. <laughs>